I don't know hardly any highly conscious, highly embodied, in integrity, spiritual beings with a shitload of money and resource. I don't know many. The reason for that is because so many of you who are listening to this and who are going to listen to this are focusing so much on the 5D. You forgot you're a human and you're here in this dimension which requires resources. Welcome to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Griff. I'm a conscious serial entrepreneur with a passion for wealth creation, sovereignty and natural law, spirituality and consciousness, financial literacy, commerce, investing, and the game of money. I am the founder of the Level Up Collective, a conscious wealth mastermind in which I lead countless others through the process of unlearning most, if not all, of what we've been taught about the world and the game of money, and then relearning what the rules of this secretive game really are and how we can actually win at it. I was incredibly blessed to stumble across many of the secrets of the 1% at a young age. And rather than keeping it all to myself, I'm on a mission to share this information freely with as many people as I can. This podcast is going to challenge the very fabric of your reality. And at times, you may find yourself running up against some of your deepest unconscious belief systems. I encourage you to give yourself grace, keep an open mind, and never just accept what I say as fact. Always do your own research. I never want you to just assume I am telling the truth. I am not here to convince or teach you anything, but rather to reflect back and remind you of things that somewhere in your consciousness you already know. Take what resonates, discard what doesn't, and enjoy the ride. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about this notion of ego mastery versus soul mastery. And to give context to what I'm alluding to, there are not negative connotations that I'm putting around the ego and the concept of mastering your ego. Actually, it's quite the opposite. What I'm going to be talking about today is why it's so important to balance the two and how to balance the two. Because What I see when I look around at my brothers and sisters, both in the Level Up Collective, in the online space, my peer group, and just in society at large, I see an imbalance. And this imbalance looks like an over-prioritization of either the 3D or the 5D. And I really like to talk on these kind of nuanced threads and these kind of dynamics because life isn't black and white. Nothing is a blank or blank. Things are actually blank and blank. So when we talk about this notion, I'm not coming from it from a place of you need to do this instead of this. I'm actually never telling you guys you need to do anything, but... When I do share my perspectives 
and occasionally give advice, if you want to call it that, I'm doing so from a place of acknowledging that all of this lies on a spectrum, and sometimes we can fall a little bit out of balance. And so my intention with today's episode is to maybe remind you, right? Remind you, because you already know, so it's bringing you back to what you already know. Maybe you've been in a season where you've gotten a little bit out of balance. It happens to me all the time. And so how beautiful is that, that we can remind each other of our own blind spots. Now let's get into some 5D mastery examples. So for someone who's more on the self-help side, and they're thinking that the what runs the show is the mindset and you know, they focus all their time on trying to have more discipline and work ethic and skills and all that, which is probably more popular. That's more common, but not in my audience. For most of you listening to this, you're probably more resonating with the the kind of archetype that I just went through. But so some examples of 5D mastery. First off would be meeting yourself beyond the eye construct. I talked a lot about it after my last ceremony, but it completely removed me from my eye construct for an extended period of time, and I wasn't necessarily expecting that at all. Normally with psychedelics, you're removed from your eye construct uh, here and there for a period of uh, a few hours. With this, I didn't really have an eye construct for well over a month, maybe even two months, and this was insane to experientially embody for that period of time. And it showed me so much. And for a lot of people on the spiritual path, you understand what I mean when I'm talking about the eye construct. That is the ego, the thing that says, I, it's mine. This is my life. I am Jeremy. I am whatever, whatever we cling to, the attachments, the labels, the associations, the I. So it's extremely important to meet yourself beyond the I. That's like, if you go to your deathbed, and you ha- don't realize that you're not the I. You didn't actualize. Plain and simple. Another example would be connecting with and healing your inner child. This is These things are extremely important on the 5D side. Mastering your soul. So you don't have to think of this as the fifth dimension. I just like to call it that. But you can think of this stuff as soul mastery. Whereas the other stuff is ego mastery. So connecting with and healing your inner child. This stuff is extremely important at a more emotional soul level. But once again, a lot of the spiritual space focuses on this solely. They solely focus on getting beyond the eye construct. They solely focus on connecting with and healing their inner child. They don't focus on the 3D realms. So that's why I'm kind of getting context to both sides here. Another example of 5D mastery would would look something like forgiveness and non-attachment work to the 3D realm. It's extremely important to go through seasons where you learn deep forgiveness and you learn to just let go and surrender. And that looks like a lot of non-attachment work. This is the nature of, you know, Taoist principles, um, Buddhist principles, and some of these types of teachings that that are come from the Eastern philosophies. Non-attachment work was life-changing for me, especially earlier on, and I I do believe that that is an integral part of everyone's journey. However, when I learned it, I thought that for the rest of my life, I needed to never attach to anything, just to realize that was my spiritual ego fucking with me yet again. 
once again, it took a long time to realize that we're humans and we chose this experience. So it's not about necessarily learning that and then going and becoming a monk and going to Tibet and denouncing money and all this stuff that I thought when I first learned it. That was because I had a lot of integration to do. And so we see this once again. We, we see so much of focusing on not being your ego and, and healing your inner child and not attaching to things. And that's amazing. That's going to lead to you know a very peaceful life. But there's going to be some serious things missing. And that's what I'm going to talk about as we wrap up here. Another example of uh, soul mastery would be learning who you, quote unquote, you are and learning to trust your intuition rather than your mind. So when I say learning who you are, what I mean is learning who you who your soul is, getting to meet your soul outside of the construct of your personality, which is really just a bundle of learned coping mechanisms that you've accumulated since you were a child. Your personality is totally it's really just a it's a it's a bundle of masks. It's not we think of things as, oh, this is my personality. This is who I am. This is how I am. No, it's it's extremely fluid. And if you go deep enough, you'll you'll kind of see that. And so, you know, another really important part of exploring the soul and, and learning to kind of integrate the soul is you'll have to learn that at some point. You'll have to experientially know what I just said, not because Jeremy said it, but because you've had deep experiences and profound experiences that forever shaped you. And with that comes a getting out of your head and and learning to trust that that thing, but first you have to meet it, right? And it, it's very different from your mind. It doesn't have anything to do with your mind. You have to silence your mind to meet it. So, you know, this is an extremely nuanced uh podcast because it might sound like everything I'm saying is contradicting one another. <laughs> like Jeremy, you're, you know, you're all about wealth and money, but you know, you also tell us to not focus on the 3d and, you know, it sounds like you're kind of talking negatively about the spiritual space. No, I'm not. I'm just speaking objectively. <laughs> I'm not talking negatively at all. These are just observations, but at the same time, you're telling us to do non-attachment work and, and to get outside of our mind. <laughs> so I understand that that's my whole thing is, we have to be able to have nuanced conversations. Otherwise, we live in a culture where people get canceled every day because they say one thing and people can't, they can't fathom that opinion, so they just want to silence it. What is going on, guys? I just want to take a really quick break from the podcast to remind you that if you're continuing to receive value from the Conscious Wealth Podcast, the absolute best thing that you can do to support us is leave us a quick five-star review and let us know how you're liking the show. I have literally nothing to sell you unless you happen to feel overwhelmingly inspired to join the Level Up Collective, our wealth mastermind, but I will never sell you on that. And honestly, we turn away about 40% of applicants every enrollment period. I started this podcast to give back and share the hidden knowledge that no one seems to be willing to share publicly, let alone share it for free. I'm sure you guys have noticed that we do not do any advertising of other companies on the podcast, nor do we run ads on our YouTube videos, simply because we're playing the long game with this podcast. We truly want to impact 
millions. If that resonates with you, help us continue to provide you top tier content by rating the show and sharing it with your friends. Thank you so much for the support. Now let's get back to the show. So one final example of five of kind of the 5D, the soul mastery and some of the areas that really matter on the soul side is, you know, healing trauma, healing learned coping mechanisms and aspects of the personality that are actually just learned survival mechanisms and letting all of that go. So those are five that are a whole journey. Each of those five are a whole journey in and of themselves and so it's not to it's not to treat them like a quick bullet list like all right go get that done it's more of I'm showing you guys what it would look like to focus on only the soul stuff which is what you see so people who are more like oh I'm spiritual I'm a spiritual coach I'm an embodiment mentor these types of people or like a plant medicine facilitator right or these types of people I'm sure you guys follow them on Instagram or you might be them are only focusing on staying outside of the eye. They're only focusing on healing their inner child. They're only focusing on forgiveness and non-attachment. They're only focusing on learning their soul, trusting their intuition. They're only focusing on healing trauma, coping mechanisms, getting outside their personality, which is amazing. For a lot of my journey, that's what it has been, just only focusing on those things. But at some point, I realized that I was bypassing and maybe... All of our journeys are unique. I'm not trying to tell anyone what their journey needs to look like, but I do think that there's value in this conversation alone. So that's what, that's what it looks like to only focus on that. And then you have the, you know, more plugged in self-help type person who's more going to look for books and teachers and courses. And this person is going to focus all their efforts on honing their identity, work ethic, core values, time management, skill sets, right? These these should ring a bell. They should sound familiar. We really have two camps here. And my message here is that it's a spectrum. Rather than being one or the other, there's going to be huge symptoms and large deficiencies if we don't balance this. So as we wrap up, I want to clarify that both of these are super fucking important. And the more you focus on 5D soul mastery, the more peace and lightness you're going to have in your life. And conversely, the more you focus on 3D mastery, the more wealth and financial opportunities you're going to have in your life. So what I want you to really think about as the takeaway from this episode is Have you gotten clear on what it is you want in life? Like at the most macro level before you die, what do you want and what is going to be required of that? Is money and influence going to be required to do, be, experience, have, embody, whatever it is that you feel you're here for? Is it? If it is you're going to want to prioritize the 3D in the same way that if you understand that you're not just a human, you're also a spiritual being having a human experience. If you understand that you are a soul before you came into the body to learn the nature of limitation, you're going to want to focus on 
your soul and and meeting that part of yourself that you forgot and fell asleep to when you came into your body and were born. Both of them matter. So once again, my message with this podcast and a huge intention is I'm trying to create the next wave of conscious millionaires, of spiritual, financially free brothers and sisters. Because I'm telling you guys, it's seriously lacking. I don't know hardly any highly conscious, highly embodied, in integrity, spiritual beings with a shitload of money and resources. I don't know many. And that makes me sad. I've talked about that a lot before on my podcast. And so the reason that's why I'm making this is because I believe that the reason for that is because so many of you who are listening to this and who are going to listen to this are focusing so much on the 5D. You forgot you're a human and you're here in this dimension which requires resources. We're going to be bound by time as long as we're human. You're going to be in a meat suit as long as you're human. You're going to have an ego. So you might as well hone your ego. You might as well befriend it and learn to control it rather than it control you. The point is to not kill it. The point is to refine it. And obviously that's never going to be perfect because the ego is self-serving, right? It cares about its own survival above all else. But having said that, you can absolutely hone your identity. You can absolutely master work ethic. You can absolutely get clear on core values. You can absolutely master your time and learn time management. And you can absolutely make yourself 10 times more valuable to those around you and to the energetics of money by learning and mastering valuable skills. Or you can keep bypassing it in the name of I'm doing the work and trusting my intuition. You can do that too. But all I'm saying is that's going to reflect in your bank account. And so many of you come to me, come to the LUC, apply for the LUC, DM me. You want money. That's what's weird to me. The same people who are denouncing it in their actions and their beliefs and their lifestyle behind the scenes are telling me how much they wish they had money. And they're hiring me so they can leverage credit and other people's money because they don't have any. And it's very strange to me. So I feel like the veil just needs to be lifted here. Let's just bring these shadows of the collective into the light. Let's have conversations about this and stop acting like we don't want money. Stop recreating this bullshit narrative that's been in the spiritual space now for as long as I've been in it. That's keeping us poor. We all want money. We all need money. Money is just an energy. It is a currency. Currency. Money is a unit of reciprocity. It allows for influence. It allows for resources. I look at this all like a balancing act. Sometimes you're going to want or need to be in a season of 5D focus, focusing on your soul, focusing on healing, and you won't give a fuck about the 3D world. I have these types of seasons every year. And then other times, you're likely going to find yourself bypassing 
because you're going to want to stay in that season because at some point it becomes no longer beneficial. It becomes a distraction, but we have to be extremely aware and honest with ourselves to even fathom that. And most of us can't. So when we do find ourselves bypassing, we're going to want to really double down on 3D mastery, focusing a lot more on our identity construct. Because if you only focus on the 5D, your bank account and your actual egoic skills, your identity is going to suffer. And I truly believe that this is a deep, deep issue in the spiritual space. And that is why I share this message today with love. So we're going to wrap it up there. I would love you guys' feedback on this conversation. I trust that you're all able to receive this and understand that this comes from a place of wanting to see you next to me, wanting to see you earning your seat at the table. But we can't do that if we can't even have real conversations about the shadow aspects of both the spiritual space and the self-help space. I think that balance is lacking. And so today's message is one of balance and integration. I wish you all an amazing day. We'll see you in our next episode.